Hello, I'm Kaylee, And I'm Evie. And we are two gals here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love. Twice a month, prepare for no filter and pure honesty, covering everything from improving your mental health to discovering your body. Welcome to Clitory the Best, a conversation with Kaylee and Evie, and today we will be discussing sex toys. Yes, our favourite topic and also our first podcast. Whoop whoop! Woohoo! Okay, well we've got a few questions, we've got four to get through. Um, these are from some people that have either not got a sex toy or wondering what age they should get sex toys, etc. So mm-hmm. we're just having a little chat about some of their questions that they've sent in. Yes, we are. So the first one is, why do I feel embarrassed to talk about sex toys? Uh, why is there a stigma? And that some people are even calling people sluts for having sex toys, which is mental. It's such an important topic um, because everyone should, everyone's entitled to their own pleasure. It should be something that everyone gets to grips with first, their bodies, on their own before they share it with someone else. Mm-hmm. And... It's just like an arm or a leg, you know, you've got, you should get to know your body. And the fact that like so many people haven't even looked down there, let alone, well, I hope we've all touched down there now, but depending what age or whoever's listening, some of you may not have. And yeah, you should just, you should discover your body. And I mean, if your body can give you that much pleasure, why the hell not? Exactly. And if you don't know yourself, how how can you expect anybody else to give your body pleasure if you don't even know how to give it to yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. And... I think a big thing that people struggle with is telling their partners or telling who they're with how and what makes them feel good. And you can do this in a sexy way. It doesn't need to be like, oh, well, I need this and this is how I want it. Um, But equally, you both deserve pleasure. And it's a matter of fact, sadly, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, men usually do always get that orgasm. So I think it's a big thing to understand your body because then you can also tell other people what you like exactly Mm -hmm. i completely agree it is centered around the male orgasm uh almost always um but it shouldn't be that way absolutely shouldn't be that way and you shouldn't feel embarrassed because um almost everybody does it um we all have these organs we all know what works for us and there is no wrong way to pleasure yourself Exactly, whatever works for you, like some people when they, like, the thing is, I think, I don't know about you, Kaylee, but when I started doing it, it was probably from quite a young age, and I thought I was this weirdo, and because none of us girls talked about it, I thought I was this weird, horny, like, sex-crazed person at such a young age, and it turns out, even from listening to other podcasts, that it's completely normal, and the other thing is, like, it's so much more open for boys to talk about wanking, but girls, it's like, oh, well, you're either like this sex crazed girl if you're talking about it or like you've got something wrong with you. And at the end of the day, we all know we all do it. But for some people, they just don't feel comfortable talking about it. And of course, that's up to them. But you definitely shouldn't shame. And I think that's where it comes in with the word slut. How I don't get how those two words slut and like pleasuring yourself are anything in common. Um, yeah. <laughs> blows my mind really and it's quite sad exactly Mm. 
It is. It is so sad. And you're yeah, you are either one or the other. I know which one I was, and I know which comments you got. And if I did try and broach the topic with my friends, if only because I didn't see it as to be that uncommon to talk about or that um, taboo a subject. And yes, my friends were not willing to when I was around like 15 or 16, which I think is the age people start to sort of like really explore Mm -hmm. and younger and older and it's completely normal. Um, Yeah, I definitely think it's also the age people start to talk about it hopefully it could be older but um yeah I feel like with girls definitely they do put off talking about it later because they are made to feel weird which really doesn't make sense I don't again we're older now so I don't know what it it might be younger that people talk about it now maybe Mm. maybe I don't think it is yeah when at that age is still quite like a easily easy topic um Mm. and another thing the uh the obviously the common phrase that teenage boys utter is flicking the bean that really irks <laughs> me <laughs> I, don't, I don't think i've ever uh, really flicked it it, it sounds super painful of, um, super painful oh it just makes you not want to think about it when they say things like that i mean flick it if you want there are but... some weird names for it <laughs> do you want to move on to the next topic yeah Yeah, right. So why aren't these topics was another question. Why aren't these topics normalised and spoken about in school, especially secondary when hormones are changing? So, yeah, I think this is, again, a really important question because I think, I don't know about you, Kaylee, but I found with sex education, it's very much penis and vagina that makes a baby. End of story. Um, You're going to bleed once a month. Deal with it. Uh, that was kind of the extent of my sex education. Exactly. Yeah. Mine too. Mine too. It was, um, this is how biologically babies are made. Mm. And then next, here is uh, some scaremongering tactics on SDIs. Um, yeah. And then straight on to like contraception. That was all I remember. I, I know that they brought in this squishy little pillow that had an implant in. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, I guess I'll get that. Um, and that was it. That's all I got out of it. Oh my god, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get that. It was like you can you can go on the pill. And I remember like obviously when we were younger at primary school, I had uh the way they described sex was I saw a video of someone chasing someone else with a feather and then they got into bed. And then I vaguely remember watching a cat give birth and somehow that was Oh, I watched said. a person give so, birth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, you're lucky, you know? Well, I don't know if you're lucky, but... I don't know what you're talking about, Evie. Childbirth is beautiful. (laughs) Traumatic. So sorry, no. Um, Yes, that is a great question. Because my partner, he has somehow, I think, conveniently, maybe for him at the time, gone Mm -hmm. out of all his sex ed lessons. I think he only actually had three in secondary school. Um, That meant that he wasn't aware of a lot of things, like periods. um, It's crazy. talking about anal he didn't understand the different chambers he thought (laughs) he didn't understand what went into where and why anyone would want that Um, (laughs) which I think is quite common but he went to a catholic school so I don't think they covered it a lot there but it's also it's literally down to like miss like education or you're not even taught unless you really look it up like even my friend's partner today was like what the hell is a prostate (laughs) And it's like, that's part of your body and you don't know. But again, okay, you might not need to know. 
but I just still think that's mental. But um, I think, again, to like, why isn't it taught in secondary schools? Um, I think, yeah, it is. It is literally because if you've gone to a Catholic school or schools are always kind of religious based anywhere in the UK, um, it is about not getting pregnant and how you get pregnant. There's no, um, well, I can't vouch for now, but when it was us, there was no LGBTQ education, nothing about being gay and like how that sex worked. Um, and I think that that probably didn't help with people coming out when they had sex ed and they were like, well, none of this applies to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not a single bit of my sex ed um, referred to anything other than um, a heterosexual couple that inevitably will lead to mm. marriage and thus a child. Literally nothing else varied yes. from that very strict format of relationships. And I think it is getting better now and especially within like sex ed in unis and stuff. But again, is that kind of too late? Who knows? And there's also that debate of how... Oh, I burped. <laughs> oh, so basically, me and Kaylee had a bit of a drink before we came on because you know nerves, first podcast and all. Um, but I had a beer, so I'm a bit gassy. Apologies. <laughs> but um, yeah, there, there is that other discussion of um, when should it be taught, and a lot of people when you come back at oh well this needs to be taught, that needs to be taught, they were like oh well I don't want my 11 year old at primary school learning about anal I'm like no that's not what we're saying like you know <laughs> you need to <laughs> just people need to be aware and that sex isn't just this mechanical p and v that's it kind of vibe like it's two people that trust each other and it's about pleasure like both of you feeling good that's literally all it's down to it and... is interesting that Never once is uh, masturbation uh, mentioned in sex ed, as far as I'm aware, as far as my memory mm. works for me. I don't remember them mentioning it. And I think if they yeah. did, maybe people would take their, it a bit slower, maybe not rush into relationships that they are not themselves ready for, or maybe will not forego mm. their own pleasure just because they have been taught that they should only be in a couple to procreate, etc. because that's what they think they need to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they are taught that it's it's completely normal to touch yourself, it absolutely is. Everybody does, and you should be encouraged mm-hmm. to do They've so. Been doing it since, yeah, since the beginning of time, people have been touching themselves. The dawn of time. It's probably the first thing they did. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which does bring us on to see sex toys because you can just see the development of mm-hmm. sex toys, and there is one for everyone. Um, so we can move on to the next question which is yes. what age is it appropriate to buy sex toys and we can obviously talk about when we first got one mm-hmm. so I did a bit of research because I didn't know if there was actually an age limit um to when you can buy a sex toy but it turns out in America and the UK anyway uh there is no limit age limit not age limit age what is it is that age limit age restrict I don't know anyway I mean you can buy them as old as you want I mean I'll be doing that I'll be I'll be 80 like in my care home like ordering my love honey order you know (laughs) okay there's definitely no like end age limit is there um yeah so basic basically just burst yourself into an early grave (laughs) that's how I want to (laughs) die mid orgasm anyway that's a good way to go off topic (laughs) oh god I'd like to go post but it's Mm, all right yeah 
Yeah, in that post-orgasm bliss. <laughs> yeah. When I worked in Ann Summers, um, we never ID'd anybody. Mm. But if there was someone that was obviously under 18, they weren't allowed into the vibe circle, which was my favourite place ah. to work. But, yeah. That sounds exciting. I'm always, I've always been way too scared to go into the shops, even now. I don't know why. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm a bit better now, but... Mm. It is quite intimidating, yeah, and obviously for people that are listening who may have never bought a sex toy, that isn't the only way you can buy. And it's great because all these companies like Bondara, Love Honey, all of them, they do uh, discreet packaging and even discreet bank statements. So nobody will ever know that you've even bought one unless they obviously open Yes, package, and you can but... get them off of Amazon and everything these days. So, mm. I mean, you could be super oh, yeah. horny, get one on Prime and it comes the next day. So the, yes, it isn't yes. always, you don't always have to go striding into Ann Summers, you know, and walk straight up and be like, I want your biggest, biggest dildo stat. You don't have to do that. But you should understand that the people that work there, they are trained to try and help you find what you might need. Because if you don't know, then you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So I would stand there and people would come in and... Yeah, and they're definitely not going to judge you. Oh, God, no. I mean, they work there. They they know. They discuss what they get up to. And we know when the shop's quiet, like, we talk about all sorts of stuff. So just know that they've probably, they've probably seen all sorts. Don't worry. Yeah, I've actually only found out about an hour before this conversation that Kaylee did work for Man Summers. So, you know, she is your gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I did the Ann Summers parties as well. Mm. But for age-wise, going back to that, I think... There is, everyone matures at a different age, so you can't really be like, oh, you hit 15, let's buy a dildo. I think some people, they're sexually mature from younger or even older, like in their 20s, and it's literally when you feel ready. And I know that I didn't start straight off with a sex toy. Like, I was, you know, getting that orgasm way like <laughs> i couldn't tell you when i started but <laughs> sound bad but no oh, not sound exactly bad. the same <laughs> not sound bad this is not what we're saying i'm going against my own advice here but um <laughs> you know <laughs> there is no unnatural age to start really and it's whenever you're ready and um when you do get bored of those fingers or cushion whatever you use you know some people love humping mm-hmm. a cushion that's quite common um yeah when you do get ready to try something different or almost if you want to be a bit more lazy because I've found when I've had my sex toys it's like oh wow like no arm ache anymore like this is this is heaven <laughs> and um yeah you know <laughs> now I've yeah now I've got one of them I, I don't have to do anything I lie back and I may as well be asleep <laughs> I'm yeah, having it, a good time but I don't have to even move and that is the way I like it they're almost so efficient that I'm like Oh, it's over almost like, wow, that was so quick. I can, it's great. I can fit it in before work. Well, that's why they have all the settings. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got five minutes to a meeting. I can fit a couple in, I reckon. I hope to God my boss never listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh we, are, we are not ashamed of any of this. This is the wonderfulness no. of self-pleasure. <sighs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, Evie, what do you think is a great first toy? So I'd probably say uh, start with a little sneaky bullet vibrator because I know that some toys can be quite scary, especially the big ones. And um, big isn't always better. Yeah. 
And I, I know so my mistake when I started yeah. was because I, I didn't really have any education on it whatsoever. And I thought, dildo, I know what that word means. Let's Google that. And for me, <laughs> yeah, for me, P and V, it feels good, you know, when it's, when it's with a person. But that, I can't reach orgasm that way. So for me, shoving a bit of um, something doesn't vibrate. For me, that doesn't great. I'm all about the clit stimulation. I don't know about you, Kaylee. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I think I made that mistake. I, I didn't get anything that vibrated and I was a bit like, oh, well, this doesn't help. Um, so, yeah, I can imagine that being very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I had this big, big anticlimax. <laughs> That's not what you want. <laughs> We're pro climax here. Yes, yes. Biggest climax you can get. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, bullet vibrator. Mm-hmm. That... Uh, does the job i agree a bullet vibrator was the best one that my best first one i mean yeah it's discreet you can hide it easily in your knicker drawer wherever you want to hide it yeah mm. i think mine lived um in my sock drawer mm. yeah uh for the first few years uh, i got mine when i think i was either 16 or 17 i think my mum was having an Anne summer's party <laughs> and i think i just bought one there and then i think maybe she probably went to the toilet whilst i got it oh, that's <laughs> I amazing. Was very sneaky about it and it was the best thing i ever did wow mm. yeah wow i mean anyone listening that whatever age you are and if you're like do i get one or you think there's this big taboo around it or it means you're this sex craze maniac no go for it you will not regret it um enjoy yourself mm, you deserve that it's all about you know everyone's all about their self-care nowadays and that's a great way you really do we're doing face masks you know we're getting our nails done our hair done get yourself done all right do it to yourself do it for yourself yeah you know our medical proof that like orgasms reduce stress they help you sleep like basically prescribe yourself an orgasm you know do it for your well-being <laughs> you want to get that glow and lockdown skin yeah masturbate masturbate yourself silly mm-hmm. oh yeah. my goodness if i could, if I, I had one thing i had to shout at everybody it'd be that go you do you literally 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 awesome literally the best, the best. <laughs> you know, I've, yeah. got, I've got our own name wrong so that's a great start but, um, <laughs> This is the Clitterly Awesome podcast. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. You know, we're going to tell ourselves that even if nobody listens to it or nobody even comments. (laughs) Or even if we get hate. We've loved chatting about this because we do this anyway. Mm. So why not record it? And the kind of vibe we're going for is that it's just one of our silly chats that is um, recorded, basically. Um, Which is what we've actually been trying to remind ourselves and we'll bring other people on yes. to also have a silly chat with us. Why not? Yeah, we have um, some great guests in the lineup. We've got them from all around the world, which is pretty mental. We've got one from Australia, Canada, America, um, obviously mm-hmm. the good old UK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely keep listening if you can. If you don't like us, don't keep listening. <laughs> and we are covering everything. Yeah, it's not just sex, don't worry. We'll be doing some mental health. But it all ties in. Sex and mental health mm-hmm. go hand in hand, or at least they should. Basically, we're all about self-care. You know, look after yourself. Make yourself great, because at the end of the day, no matter what, that is all you've got. Not in a depressing <laughs> way, but, you know, no. you've got to look after yourself. <laughs> exactly. Mm. If you can't love yourself, 
how the hell can you expect anybody else to? Oh my god, who's that from? That is RuPaul. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Preach. All right. Well, that brings us. <laughs> that brings us to our next topic. Mm. What is your current? favorite sex toy because we're always getting new ones mm. we're always trying new oh, ones yes and we go through phases what is your current favorite sex toy well I was lucky enough the other week to get a free charmed uh, sex toy which is the new one from sweet vibes and um so yeah I've been trying that one out and it I didn't think it anything could get better than the satisfied pro uh but clearly it can <laughs> uh, we call it the duck me and Kaylee do the little, like duck little toy because it ha- almost has a little <laughs> beak. Um, it's got a basically. Beak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will post on Instagram uh, a picture of it. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in our Instagram already. I'm holding it. It's a little light blue thing. It, they also do it in hot pink, um, but it's pretty massive. So don't let that put you off because it's still very pretty. So that's what I like about my sex toys. I like them to be, you know. Not too monstrous that they mm-hmm. scare you when you mm-hmm. get them out. But, um, yeah, so that one, it has a beak which, like, slits in between your lips and um, pleasures you that way. Or you have just a soft side, which is basically mm-hmm. like a magic wand. But what really, like, what I really like about this one is there's about, I couldn't tell you, I probably should know, but there's about seven, maybe plus, settings. Um, and I've been trying them each out every day. Or every other day, you know, who knows, twice a day, <laughs> whatever I'm feeling. And um, <laughs> they do, they really help. Like some of them, they edge you. So you feel, I don't know if anyone, I mean, some of you will know what edging is, but it's where you bring yourself really close to orgasm and then you stop. And then you keep doing that and keep doing that. And then eventually when you do let yourself orgasm, it's great with guys as well. Um, that orgasm is as strong as you can make it really. So they have a few settings on that, which helps um so for me yeah I'd have to say <laughs> not just because I got it for free but but it really ha- it really is um for now it's my favorite <laughs> well you've sold it to me I'm very jealous and I absolutely love that it looks like a duck oh it makes it so adorable so charming so Kaylee what is your favorite one currently well I'm still on the satisfied pro vibes because I've never experienced anything like it and I I have several several bullets several different types of bullets I have the mini wand I'm yet to get the big wand um Mm. and then I have a couple of dildos but they're not as fun as you mentioned um so I'm still on the satisfied pro vibes also because it is 100% waterproof yes I can't get over that 100% waterproof so it's made bath time a whole lot more fun (laughs) and it just it gets you to that whole it brings you to like another level like a whole other Mm. level that I didn't think that was even there so I'm still learning about myself every single day I think mm-hmm. and um now I want this duck toy <laughs> so that'll be my next journey I think that'll make bath time even better <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I'm pretty sure don't quote don't quote me on this but I'm pretty sure the charmed is waterproof too and I haven't actually tried any of them in the bath yet so I need to get on that that hype that oh, sounds like it's great treat yourself mm. Mm, oh my goodness little, yes light a few candles I have my basic bitch bath when I know that I need to relax. So I try and do all the things that stereotypically or in the movies a woman might mm. do. So I, I bubble bath, 
uh, candles. I've got a bath pillow, a bath table. I put out wine and like chocolate snacks. Oh my <laughs> and god! Is like balanced on the toilet precariously. I love it because then That's I amazing. feel like I'm forced into this re- relaxed vibe. And then yeah, yeah. Then I bring my Satisfy Pro, a nice old bottle of lube, and I just let my worries go down the drain. And then you're like. When, when does Ben come into this? Like, I'm knackered now. I'm completely pleasured. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> we'll yeah. cover we'll cover sex toys with partners on another mm. podcast. Yes, although you think I've slated dildos, they are also, a well, for me anyway, they're a great thing in the bedroom. But yes, that'll be another podcast. <laughs> Ooh, I'm in so intrigued. Yes, I will need to hear more about this. I mean, also the suction ones that you can use in the bathroom, mm-hmm. but... We'll, yeah. we'll cover that. We'll cover. Yeah. Mm, well, I've forgotten that we probably should have talked about at the beginning. Um, basically, I said on our Instagram post that we would explain how me and Kaylee actually met because obviously we don't live near each other at all. Um, so yeah, Kaylee, do you wanna do you wanna start that conversation? Sure thing. So um, I was on a research project on a small island in Fiji called Benga. Um, it was supposed to to be a marine conservation project uh not necessarily what we thought it would be but still a wonderful wonderful experience uh i learned a lot i became a rescue scuba diver um and then evie came out with a bunch of our other lovely lovely friends and um we did a lot of scuba diving together and a lot of bonding and a lot of huddling inside our mosquito nets hiding away mm-hmm. from the bugs yeah but we had a lovely time and since then uh, even though uh, none of us live near each other, we've been almost inseparable. We've been sending a lot of cute notes to one another, which is so nice. Yes, shout out to Gemma and Britt, who we will have on at some point. Because, yeah, <laughs> us four, we all we get sad on the regular because we all live at like opposite ends. I mean, Gemma doesn't even live in the country. She lives in Jersey, um, which is a little island in between here and France. <laughs> but... um. And goes to university in Exeter. She couldn't get further away. Yeah, she's not. She's not really helping us out a lot here, you know. But um, <laughs> well, easily you three are easily the loves of my life. So mm, I'm very yes. grateful for whatever Benga threw at me. I came out of it winning, mm-hmm. so it's all good. Yes, definitely. And um, <laughs> yeah. When was when did we go? That was I went out in May last year, um, and I came back uh, end of July. And Kaylee, you went out in January? It was January 2019 to July. So, yeah, six months. Mm, mental. And obviously I went with my partner as well. Yes, shout out to Ben. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> but equally it was amazing. And um, I hate to, you know, we hate to be that whole, oh my God, I went travelling, it changed my life. But, um... It kind of did. <laughs> and I met Kaylee and everyone else, so. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fallen into place since, so. <laughs> yeah, well, um, make sure you subscribe. I'm going to say all the things I think we should say at the end of a podcast. <laughs> uh, follow us on the Instagram. <laughs> like, subscribe, give us a review, absolutely. Share with your friends, mm. uh, send us in questions, topics you might want us covering. Yes. Uh, anything that you, you want to know or want to know about us we'll talk about it we'll talk yeah, about anything. we are open books and um we will be 
like I said at the beginning, we will be hopefully doing podcasts twice a month, maybe more depending how we're feeling. But um, we're also looking for questions at the end of the podcast to answer um, with our guests and with us. So please send them in. Drop in our DMs with our massive 50 followers. Um, Slide into our DMs. Yes. We are always available, <laughs> ready, legs wide for those messages. We can't wait to reveal ourselves yes. to you. Consensual, of course. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know about you, Kelly, but I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I'm ready for another wine, um, my Satisfied Pro, and then bed. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I might have a go on the old charmed <laughs> before I sleep. Say hello to your duck. Mm-hmm, I will. Right. <laughs> Until next time. Peace out, friends. Bye. Bye.